So hello and welcome to season two of Matter of Mindset, a podcast to help you to create a healthier, happier mind. If you're new to listening here, my name's Emily and I'm the founder of Matter of Mind Coaching. As a coach, it's my job to support and empower people to make positive changes in their life, to prioritise their well-being a little bit more and to train their mindset and their mind and how they think so they can feel happier and more in line with who they are and what they do. And I absolutely love what I do. Helping people to do this work and live on their own terms is really rewarding. I coach people on a one-to-one basis online and I also have a space in Manchester where I live at Hero Training Clubs. So doing this podcast is my way of reaching out to more people. It's a way to help more people to feel better and live more within their own life and feel calmer, more confident, more courageous in what they do and who they are. It's my hope that the podcast helps people to shift their mindset, improve their well-being and take better care of themselves as well. If you are new here, then do make sure you listen to season one. Loads of in-depth, insightful podcasts there in that season. Lots of well-being tips and strategies to help you to do all of those things I just talked about. In this season, each episode is going to be a little bit shorter, around 10 to 15 minutes, making it easier for you to digest this stuff that I'm sharing so that you can actually listen and then implement into your own life. It's my aim that what I share is easy for you to take away and actually put into action. Sometimes I will offer tips and I will offer strategies that you can put into your own life. Other times I will just share useful stories of my own to maybe spark off some motivation, some inspiration. I'll also maybe weave in some client stories as well because I always find that hearing someone else's experience helps me to improve certain aspects of my own life as well. So thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. As I say, if you're new, then come say hello on Instagram at Matter of Mind Coaching. And it's a pleasure to have you here. So on this week's episode, I'm talking all about confidence. We all want more confidence in our lives about ourselves, our abilities, the way we show up in the world. We're always wanting to build more of it and have more of it in our lives. But so many of us struggle to actually own our confidence and really feel, yeah, I I got this. So I'm here today to share some practical ways that you can build more confidence in your own life. Now, this is something I work with a lot of clients on, and I've worked on myself too over the years. And from those sessions and those work and that work I've put into my, in myself, I know that we all want to be more confident with what we do, who we are, and how we feel. We all want this. We all want to feel confident, as I said before, in our abilities, our decisions, our jobs, our relationships. But we often hold ourselves back because we get confused between confidence and perfection. So that's the first thing I want to say before we dive into any strategies on this episode is that we often confuse confidence with perfection, even subconsciously, because we always see confidence as people knowing all the answers, getting everything right, showing up as powerful, strong people in the world and looking at them going, wow, they're so capable. They're so 
calm. They know exactly who they are, exactly what they're doing. And that illusion of perfection is unhelpful, it's unattainable. So the first thing I want to say is confidence is not perfection. Those people will still feel the fears. They will still feel the questioning of their ability, perhaps, or the way they're showing up in certain situations. But what they do is they have the self-belief to do it anyway. And that's the key thing here. They have the confidence to just step up into that anxiety, maybe into that fear. And they have ways in which they get themselves to that point and into that mindset. So confidence is not about being perfect. It's not something you have once you've got all the answers or once you are the most capable person. Confidence is just about feeling the fear and doing it anyway. It's a cliche, but it really is. I often say confidence is that decision to try and self-doubt is that decision not to try. So that's the first thing up top that confidence is not perfection. So remember that and hold on to that. So that leads me on to diving into our first practical tip to help you build more confidence in your life. Now, this is really important. The first tip is to stop telling yourself that you're not confident. So what I mean by this is we will often tell ourselves, well, I'm not, I'm not a confident person. I, I can't do that. I'm shy. I, I could never see myself doing that. And this is a story we're telling ourselves. It's a story that we begin to believe. If we tell our brain, you are not this, it will believe it. So if we're constantly putting ourselves down and we're telling ourselves, oh, there's no way I can do that. I'm not confident. I'm not a confident person. That is an identity statement. And our brain will find evidence again and again and again to back that up. So this is where we need to start by telling ourselves that we are capable of being confident and just noticing that we're being too hard on ourselves sometimes and that we're creating this identity sometimes of I'm not a confident person. We need to step into I am capable of being more confident, of improving, of developing and eventually we can lead on to saying to ourselves I am confident. I have confidence in my abilities, my decisions, and I trust myself. I might not get everything right all the time, but that's okay. And that final sentence is so important there. It it digs back into what I was saying about perfection. It's that acceptance that you might not always get the answers right, but you're there to try and you're confident and you've got that self-belief. So we need to rewrite the story we're telling ourselves by telling our brain that we are capable of one being more confident and working on it and developing it as a skill and eventually saying you know what I am confident in my abilities and my decisions but there's still space to grow there as well so start to notice when you're telling yourself I'm not a confident person pause take a breath and say to yourself I am capable of being confident to be confident is to try I am here trying, and that is confidence. It's about no longer seeing confidence as perfection or a personality trait. It's about seeing it as a skill that we're all capable of having, we're all capable of growing and learning and developing. So to reinforce this this narrative, this positive narrative of I am capable of being confident and I am confident, 
then we need to affirm that by writing affirmations down. And these are such powerful things to do that you can do every single day. I've done them in the past by writing them down. Let me tell you what they are if you don't know what they are. So an affirmation is an I am statement. It helps you to build an identity or a perspective of yourself that you want, that you will eventually want to embody. And the reason that we write them in the I am structure is so that we can really start to train our brains that that is the case. So every single day, I want you to try and write down, I am confident. If that feels a bit too much, writing down, I am capable of being confident, of trying anyway. That's a really nice one to do. And you might think, does this work? Does this really work? Like, I feel a lack of confidence. I lack self-belief. Oh, am I really going to write down, I am confident every single day? Well, I've done this stuff and you might be like, how have you not been confident? Like you sound quite confident, you're a coach, you've got to help others with confidence. Confidence is, is something that we all struggle with. And in the past, I've struggled with my confidence and affirmations is something that has really helped me in a journaling practice. Starting my morning by writing down, I am capable, I am confident, has empowered me to then believe that to then go, yeah, I am. Like I'm going to give this a try today. Sets your brain off in a positive direction. It sets your brain off to look for evidence to back that statement up. And this isn't just me talking. There's lots of scientific research around the powerful impact affirmations can have on your mindset. So give it a go. If you want to just say it to yourself, then try that. Give it a good go. Try it for like two weeks, maybe a month and see how you get on with it. Writing down an I am statement about confidence will really help you to get into a more positive, confident mindset. So give it a go because you are capable and I know that you are confident. So my next tip is linking to that and it's all about adopting a growth mindset. So this concept has been developed by Carol Dweck. Now, Carol Dweck wrote a book called Mindset, which you might have read. It's a really good book, so I highly recommend it. She's an American psychologist, and she did lots of research about having a growth mindset. So if you've not heard of this term before, a growth mindset means to believe that we are all capable of learning any new skill when we put the effort in. So rather than just being born with fixed set of talents, of gifts, of strengths, of having a fixed mindset, we actually all can adopt a growth mindset. If we believe that, yeah, I can learn a new skill, I can put effort in, I can be a beginner, and I can get better at something with effort and consistency, then we can be more confident if we apply the growth mindset to confidence. So to actually gain a growth mindset, we have to shake off the idea that we're fixed and that we are born with gifts and talents and strengths. Yes, some of us are better um, at certain things than others, but if we put the time and effort and energy and commitment into something, we can grow, we can be better, we are not fixed. So we need to go into new experiences with curiosity rather than certainty. We have to embrace challenges, find lessons in setbacks, be okay with not knowing all the answers, like I said before, and really believing that what we want 
can be worked on with effort. So if we bring that theory into confidence and remind ourselves again and again and again that confidence is a skill that can be learned, developed and improved, then we know it's attainable to us. We know we can step into the identity statement of I am capable of confidence. We have to admit and accept that we don't know everything. And that's a really hard thing to do when we live in a world where we're expected to be perfect and know all the answers and be judged if we don't. But we have to shake that off and we have to admit and accept we don't know all the answers. It's about showing up and trying. It's about saying, yeah, I've got a beginner's mindset, I've got a growth mindset and I'm okay with that. I'm going to learn from the setbacks and I'm going to get more comfortable with that. So if you take anything from this tip, it's to approach new situations with curiosity rather than certainty. Be curious about new interactions and new experiences. A really good challenge for you could be in a social situation. If you feel a lack of confidence and you often would wait for somebody else to maybe say hi to you, can you introduce yourself to someone instead? Can you start to get curious about them? Can you ask them questions? It takes your attention off yourself as well and you are actually showing confidence by just being curious. So be curious in meetings when you don't know all the answers. Ask for more information or details on a topic because that shows interest in that person and that actually shows them that you are confident. You are even confident to go, I'm not quite sure about that. Do you mind explaining that a little bit more to me? I'm really curious to know what you mean by that. People love to be asked questions about what they're talking about. Give it a try because being curious is also being confident. So this is all about taking action to build your self-belief and build that confidence. And over time, you will prove to yourself as well that you can do things that you were scared of or that you were nervous of. You can step into those situations. So use curiosity. Use that to So my third tip is to gather evidence and feedback. For us to believe certain things, it's helpful to gather up evidence of that belief being true. So if we want to believe that we are confident in our abilities and in ourselves and that we have certain strengths, either at work or in our personal lives, it can be really helpful to literally gather up that evidence and get feedback from ourselves by looking back into the past of examples when we did show confidence. It can be helpful to get feedback and evidence from colleagues, from loved ones, from friends. And just think back to times when you did show confidence and write those things down as evidence and feedback for yourself. And if this is hard for you to do on your own, then that's why I encourage you to ask those colleagues, ask those loved ones, those friends. Of course, this can be quite a brave thing to do in itself because even asking somebody for feedback can be a bit daunting and even doing that can develop your confidence. But I really encourage you to try and step into that and ask people that you trust, that you know are respectful and you know will be kind and be honest but without being rude to you. So ask people you're close with to maybe tell you a time when they saw you being confident 
when they saw you step into your own, when they saw you believing in yourself and give it a go and see what evidence and feedback you gather. Something else you can do is ask them to describe you in three words at your best. This will also improve the perception that you have of yourself and it will boost your self-belief. It's okay to ask for feedback. It's okay to ask for this evidence because having validation from the outside can help you. It's okay to get that external validation. If you can ask these people as well for areas you could maybe improve upon, you could get some tips from them. If they're quite confident and you feel like you aren't as, you could say, you know, thanks so much for giving me this feedback, but I actually struggle with confidence sometimes. Do you have any tips of what I could be doing? Like, how do you prepare yourself to to show the world or show that meeting that you're confident? And that will help you to feel better too. So just have a little think about how you can gather that evidence. Maybe you want to do this yourself. And if so, think back, when did I show confidence? It can be in any area of your life. And remember, confidence is yours to define here. Each person's confidence will look different. So please remember that. This is your evidence gathering exercise. Thinking back to the times that you have shown confidence in your way, not to some external measurement of what confidence is meant to be. So give it a go. Try and grow an awareness to what others think that you are good at, what others think you are confident in, and try to do that for yourself as well through that evidence-finding exercise. And this will help when you hear this from people you trust and when you really grow your awareness to all this. It will help you to embody confidence more and go, yeah, actually, I'm being a bit hard on myself. But it will also show you the areas where you could improve and that's okay too. Because confidence is a skill, remember, that you can improve and keep developing. Just bring that kindness and compassion to this work. So my fourth and final tip to help you build more confidence in your life is to check in on your language both verbal and non-verbal. Now, this is a huge part of my work as an NLP practitioner, checking in on the language that we're using vocally, outwardly to other people, inwardly through our self-talk, and even our body language can really impact how we feel, how we show up in the world, and our mindset. So I want you to check in on your language. What language are you using? Whether that is your self-talk, How are you speaking to yourself? Is it supportive? Is it kind? Is it actually just being a little bit critical? Like we said earlier, is it telling yourself, I'm not confident? Check in with that self-talk and try to reframe it. Feel okay that it's there. It is okay that it's there. We all have inner critics, but you can respond differently to that inner critic. So if it is saying, oh, you're not confident, you can't do this. Pause, take a breath and say, I can try, I am capable, I can do this. Thanks for helping me just point out this is scary because that's all the inner critic is doing. Thanks for pointing out this could be scary, but I've got this. I'm going to give it a try. I'm capable, I'm confident. 
and I can grow and learn from this. So it's reframing, it's responding differently to that self-talk, it's checking in on that language and even becoming aware of how you speak to yourself will help you to just stop and go, are there any small tweaks I can make here for myself to help me feel better? Because what we put into our minds through our self-talk can massively impact how we feel and our mood. So let's be kinder to ourselves and maybe think, what would I say to a friend if they went, oh, I'm just not a confident person, I'm just really shy. How would we empower that person? And do that to yourself. Another thing that you can check in on is your, your non-verbal language, how you hold your body. Because this really impacts, one, how you feel, but two, how you come across. So the way we hold ourselves, our physiology, really impacts how we feel and how we make others feel. So the next time you're in a situation where you normally lack confidence, just take notice of how you're holding your body. It's okay if you are in a position where maybe your shoulders are a bit scrunched together or you look a bit flat in your body language. Just take note of that and make adjustments to it. Pull your shoulders back, your shoulders down, your chest open and really try to appear confident in the way that you're holding your body. Now, there's lots of research on this that you can go away and look into of how body language impacts your confidence and your general strength and mood and how you come across. Definitely go and check out the research. But for now, what I encourage you to do is just take note of when you are feeling not very confident and how you're holding your body compared to the days you do. There'll be a difference. When you are confident, you'll feel more open. You'll expand that chest. You'll stand taller. You'll hold your head up high. And I want you to tap into that even more. Now, you might have heard of the power pose. Amy Cuddy's done a lot of research on this. So I really encourage you to check out her TED Talk. But give it a go, right? Seriously, do the power pose. If you can't do the power pose, then just stand tall. I'm doing it right now as I record this podcast. Breathing in, my chest is open, my shoulders are back. And if you want, put your hands on your hips and stand there. Do the superpower pose. Do it. Come on. Pause this, pause this episode and do it now. And just notice how you feel doing that. Even telling yourself in that pose, I'm capable of being confident. You might feel silly, but I promise over time you'll feel more confident and care less about it. So remember checking on that language, verbal and nonverbal, to build your confidence and feel better about who you are and what you are capable of. So that's it, four practical ways of how you can build more confidence in your life, each helping you to shift your mindset, becoming more curious and boosting your self-belief as well. Let me know what you found helpful and what else you'd like some practical tips on. And if you're interested to hear more about me and hear more about my one-to-one coaching, then do get in touch on Instagram at Matter of Mind Coaching or email me matterofmindcoaching at gmail.com. It's been a pleasure to be here with you today and I hope that you will come back so I can help you to improve your mindset, prioritize your well-being and create a happier, healthier mind. Take care and I will speak to you very soon. Thank you.